This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert takes us verse by verse through the book of First Peter. Sometimes we look at our world and we get overwhelmed and we think, oh, it's just too hard. No, it is not. You can live this stuff out. You can live in harmony with God's plan. You can live in harmony with God's will for your life. You can live as a child of the light in the midst of the darkness. If Noah could do it when nobody else on the planet was doing it, you and I can do it today. Being a lukewarm Christian is frustrating to you and to the people around you. Are you with Jesus or with the world? In his teaching today, Pastor Robert will challenge us to stand for what we believe, going against the world around us. If Noah could do it, being the only one, we can do it also. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. Righteous, no, not one. There's none who understands. There's none who seeks after God. Now, he's talking about in and of yourself. If there's any desire toward God, it's because God himself is working in your life and he's drawing you. But he says they've altogether become unprofitable. There's none who does good, no, not one. Their throat is an open tomb. With their tongues, they practice deceit. The poison of asps is under their lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their ways. And the way of peace they've not known. There's no fear of God before their eyes. And then he he goes on to proclaim the righteousness of the Lord Jesus offering himself as the propitiation, you know, the satisfaction of the payment for our sin. Going back to 1 Peter chapter 3 here, verse 21, it refers back to the salvation of Noah, the rescue of Noah through the water, through the great flood. It says, there's also an antitype which now saves us, baptism. You see the correlation that he's making? Noah went through the flood, going through the water, shielded from the water by the ark, but he saved through the water. And he says, now, you know, for us, it's baptism. Not the removal of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God, angels and authorities and powers having been made subject to him. 
You see, just as Noah passed through the waters of the flood safely because of God's mercy and grace, not because he deserved it, not because he was more righteous than anybody else, but because he recognized and acknowledged his own unrighteousness. And he just kind of threw himself on the mercy of God and agreed with God concerning his condition. And so God saved him through the water. And he says in the same way, you and I who put our faith in the Lord Jesus and acknowledge he's righteous, He's perfect. I'm not. I need you. You know, I need you, Lord. When we do that, and he makes us alive, he says the idea is like the response of gratitude, the response of thanks, the response of a good conscience. He has forgiven me and cleansed me, and he's not holding any of that against me, and he now agrees to lead me forward in the way I should go, in the way I should live. And he says the answer to that is be obedient and be baptized let the whole world know I died with Christ and I'm raised now to live a new life that's what Romans tells us about baptism you go under that's why we do immersion rather than sprinkling you know because you go under the water just like Jesus was dead and buried you go under the water as if you're dead and buried and then you come out of the water a completely new person with the the life of God, the Spirit of God inside you. It's all symbolism, but it's a powerful symbol. And so he tells us right here, it's the answer of a good conscience toward God. You know, you and I, just like the original recipients of this letter, we live in an age when we're surrounded by evil. But it's important for us to always remember that it's not as bad now as it was then. And he stood up, Noah, by the grace of God, took a stand, right? Sometimes people, you know, over the years doing ministry in South Beach, people would say, oh man, this place is like Sodom and Gomorrah. My answer became, over the, no, it's not. No, it's not. When the mayor and the commissioner start raping people out in the open, then we're like Sodom and Gomorrah, because that's exactly what they did in Lot's day. They came knocking on the door, send them out here, we want to have some fun with them. And Lot was like, no, 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 please, that's not right. We're not there yet. It's not as bad now as it was then. And we have the grace of God. We have this indwelling spirit of God to enable us to live in harmony with his will. Do you understand what I'm saying? Sometimes we look at our world and we get overwhelmed and we think, oh, it's just too hard. No, it is not. You can live this stuff out. You can live in harmony with God's plan. You can live in harmony with God's will for your life. You can live as a child of the light in the midst of the darkness. If Noah could do it when nobody else on the planet was doing it, you and I can do it today. And as Noah was saved by God's grace, we who choose to trust and follow the Lord Jesus will also be made safe from the destruction that the Bible says is coming. Chapter 4, and we're going to quickly wrap it up here. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 1, which is continuing... Therefore, since Christ suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves also with the same mind. For he who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh for the lusts of men, but for the will of God. For we've spent enough of our past lifetime in doing the will of the Gentiles. When we walked in lewdness, lust, drunkenness, revelries, drinking parties, and abominable idolatries, in regard to these, they think it's strange that you do not run with them in the same flood of dissipation, speaking evil of you. 
They will give an account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. Now listen, I love Peter's heart with this. Peter's saying, we already wasted enough time on that foolishness. We need to get busy for Jesus. Drinking and partying and fooling. It's like we wasted enough time on that stuff. They're not going to understand it. Sure, they'll talk bad about you behind your back. Yeah, they'll make fun of you because you don't do it anymore. But they'll answer to him for that. You don't worry about that. You worry about you. That's my paraphrase of this passage. See, you wasted enough time on that. Arm yourselves also with the same mind. He who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. He's not saying you're never again going to commit a sin. What he's saying is you're not going to live for that anymore. It's not going to be the pattern of your life. I don't know about you, but it was the pattern of my life. I went to work and then I went to the club. We were laughing because, I forget, I think it was Elizabeth and David, kind of laughing about, there was some movie scene and they're all in a, like a southern pool hall, you know, with pool tables, you know, and beer and pizza. And, and I'm like, yeah, that, that was me, you know, cowboy boots and pool cue. And I've still got two custom pool cues somewhere. Arm yourselves with the same mind. For he who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, that he should no longer live the rest of his time in the flesh. For all of that foolishness. But instead, let Almighty God lead you. That's what he's saying. Too many Christians are trying to keep one foot in the world while walking with Jesus. And all that does is keep you and everybody else confused about who you really are. I thought he was a Christian. I did too. What's up with that? I don't know. And I talk to so many Christians that they're, conf- they're not totally sure. It's like if, you know, when we start talking about, you know, fire and brimstone, hell and judgment day and dying and going to hell, so you're, you get a little, you start getting fidgety in your seat because you're really not sure. You have a hard time getting excited about facing Jesus because you're not sure if, if he's going to have a, a smile or a scowl on his face. Is he going to have a tear in his eye when you show up because you're breaking his heart? Or is he going to be breaking out with just that big smile ear to ear because he's so glad to see you and he's already got a place ready for you and he's been waiting. It's all set up. You don't know. Because you're trying to straddle that imaginary fence. You're trying to live in both worlds. Listen, do you know nobody likes a lukewarm Christian? You ever think about that? Nobody likes a lukewarm Christian. Non-Christians don't like it. They're like, come on, you know. They think you're claiming to be better than them and being a hypocrite. They don't understand that we're not claiming to be better than them. We know we're not. But if you're trying to live in both worlds, you're living in neither world. Main Thing Radio is the daily radio ministry of Robert Fountain, senior pastor of Calvary Chapel in Miami Beach, Florida. Robert is currently teaching through the book of 1 Peter. In this book, Peter will remind us what, or better said, who the church is. Friends, it's not the building you gather with other believers in to worship. The church is a living entity, the body of Christ. We'll learn more about our place as living stones and much more from the book of 1 Peter next time. Most of us use Facebook and Twitter at least once a day. 
please check out our Facebook and Twitter page. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and follow the links. You can find information on everything that's happening at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Again, to like our Facebook page and subscribe to our Twitter feed, log on to MainThingRadio.com. Thanks, Tracy. Yes, please visit MainThingRadio.com for all of our social media links. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider making a secure donation to help the ongoing expansion of Main Thing Radio. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Don't forget to join us again, same time, same place, as Pastor Robert continues through the book of 1 Peter, right here on Main Thing Radio.